Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's great to be with you today. Joined by now my good buddy, Matt Halatic from thespun.com, my colleague, my friend. Boy, Matt, what a difference. Oh, nine days makes. <laughs> Let's start, first of all, uh, Champ Kelly named the general manager, who you remember, I wrote an article when Mike Mayock was relieved that the Raiders, uh, three candidates to replace him, two of them were Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly. They got them both. And then they put Antonio Pierce, who you know is a big fan of the G-Men, as the head coach. Give me your initial thoughts on those moves. Well, I think starting with the GM, um, obviously the most – I think important thing with that type of position is stabilizing effect. Uh, Champ Kelly's been in the building. He knows the players. He knows the staff. He knows everything, the ins and outs. So he's at the very least good to um, carry out these duties through the rest of the season and kind of set them up for the offseason, whether he's the permanent hire or not. It's sort of a similar thing to Antonio Pierce, but I thought with Antonio Pierce, you see the impact obviously more tangibly because he's the coach and they're playing for him out in the field. And I think that his presence and the absence of Josh McDaniels was so evident on Sunday. Um, I think the Raiders going into the game was the better team, but I think that part of the reason why you saw them blow the Giants out was not just because the Giants – don't have a good offense or Daniel Jones gets hurt or stuff like that. I think the Raiders came out ready to play from jump. And I said to you before the game, I thought if Josh McDaniels was still the coach, I thought the Giants were going to win because I just thought the Raiders seemed a little lifeless. 
I thought that they didn't, you know, it just, it was a bad situation. And I think that Antonio Pierce being elevated after Josh Daniels was fired kind of alleviated all that. And I think the smoking cigars in the locker room uh, after the game was a telltale sign. And, you know, the vibe is different. The players were much more relaxed. They were much more able to just kind of get out there and be free. And I think that that's what you'll see from them the rest of the year. Now, nothing about being a head coach, whether it's the permanent head coach the inter- or interim coach, is easy. But the easier part may be over in terms of all he had to do last week at Tua Pierce was step in, be that stabilizer, be himself, not be Josh McDaniels. Now you have to run your own program for the last half of the season. You got to keep the team on an even keel coming off a blowout win, going into a winnable game this week. Um, when they lose a game, you got to make sure that they don't get down. It doesn't spiral. You have to kind of, you know, make, make sure that the locker room's in a good spot there. So that'll be very fascinating to see how Antonio Pierce handles that. But, I mean, in terms of a first test, they both aced him. You know, I asked uh, AP about it earlier this week, about now his – his his team has to learn how to win. So, for example, you get a, an extra day off, okay, understanding that when you get in the building, it there can't be any more celebration about the last week. we got to move on to the next one. Um, it's, it's, it's the, okay, great, you can feel good about yourself, but do you still give the same effort you gave the week before? It's not playing up, not playing down. And, and I actually had some Raider fans uh, rip me, saying, you know, why are you being so negative about coach? I'm not being negative at all. I, I'm the one saying, I hope he wins the job. But the reality is, is I, I was having a conversation with Irvin once, Magic Johnson, and we were talking about when he coached. And Irvin made a comment about, you know, the difficulty when you've been a player who's played at a certain level to coach players who have all the talent but don't have the will or the, or the want to. And I, and I asked him about it because this is a guy that, you know, you're, you know, better than anybody because you were a big fan of the G men, but this is a guy that played at that level, maintained that level. And I, you know, he's now going to have to lead a group of guys that AP was able to have a day off. AP was able to get the, the looseness of the basketball in the locker room in the cornhole and all that. Now he's going to have to lead guys. Again, I don't know how that's being negative about AP. I I want him to get the job. I I want him to you know to win it and get the job. But the point is, those are all things as a head coach. It's one thing to motivate yourself. It's another thing to motivate everybody else, isn't it? One hundred percent. And listen, he was very good at that as a player with the Giants. He was part of maybe the greatest off-season free agent class the Giants have ever signed in 05 really transformed them uh, under Tom Coughlin to a contending team. Um, he won a Super Bowl, obviously. He played for, in the five years he was there, they didn't have a losing season. Uh, they had a couple of 500 seasons, but they were always 500 or better. Uh, so he knows what it means to win as a player. He knows what it means to motivate and be a leader as a player. He's been that his whole his whole life. I think he has the tools to do that as a coach. But again, I don't think it's negative to say we have to see what he does now because that's one of the first things I thought uh, after the win when I thought about, okay, what what are we going to talk about on the podcast this week? Because 
I said he got again. It's not easy what he did. I don't want to say it was easy, but he got maybe the easier part over with. Just being the interim, stepping in for that game. Now you have to be the head coach. You have to run your program. You have to, you know, keep the guys on the you know focused and and ready to go week to week. And it's interesting, too, because this is a game coming up that's very winnable. And if they win the game, they're 5-5 five and five with seven games left, and you can think about staying in the playoff race. You know, if you don't want to get the cart before the horse. There's a lot of games left to be played. Um, but this is a game that if, if they win on Sunday, they, get, they can be in the playoff race, without a doubt. Yeah. I want to – I still don't think they're a playoff team. I think you're going to have to get to ten wins in the in the AFC. To I win think so game. too. Yeah, but you could dream. But I think they're, they're in it. No, no, yeah. they're in it. They're in yeah. it, and that was your point. I, I, I wasn't discounting your point that they're in no, it. No, I understand. I am. Um, I want to turn to something that I find fascinating. Um, I, I don't even know how I would call this, but let's call it the maturation of Mark Davis. Mark had given them assurances you're not going to be fired. And that's why. And I remember telling you, I don't think he's doing a good job, but he's not going to get fired. And I think for him, and I dropped an article earlier today, but going inside the process, but for him, I think it was maturation for him as an owner to be able to say, okay, I know what I said. And I didn't lie. But I know what I see. And if I'm 100% convinced that this isn't going to take us where we need to go, yeah, it's going to cost me well over $45 million. But I got to cut the ties right now. I, I, I think it was, I don't think Mark Davis is getting enough discussion. And I hope the fan base recognizes this was his maturation. He's now got well over a hundred million, somewhere probably between 125, 130 million dollars in contracts <laughs> for people that aren't even here. That's a big deal because well, he's a billionaire, it doesn't matter. I don't care who you are. Hundred million dollars matters to everybody. And for him to do it, I think was a, a big step of maturation and very impressive. Your thoughts. It's funny because it kind of mirrors a little bit what we were just talking about with Antonio Pierce. I think that it was a necessary step. I think that he he saw that the mistake that he the hire he made hires he made were it was a mistake. It wasn't working out, and he saw there was no light at the end of the tunnel. It wasn't going to work out. It was only going to stay the same or get worse. So I commend him for pulling the plug there, saying, "Listen, we got a course correct." We got it. This didn't work. It's going to cost us. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little painful, but we have to try to do what's best for the franchise. I think that's the right thing to do. I think he should be be praised for that. And I think a lot of Raiders fans, just judging off what I see when I look on Twitter, what I see when I look on the comment section of the the uh, Fan Nation uh, the Facebook pages, I, I see that they're happy with that move for the most part. I think a lot of fans wanted McDaniels gone and are very happy. Now comes the harder part. And again, like I said, with Antonio Pierce winning that first game, it's not easy. What Mark Davis did was not easy. But the harder part now is how do I find the guy, guys really, because he's got to hire a GM too, that are going to be here long term. The Raiders have not had that stability 
long term. When you look at what's happened to them in the last two decades uh, where they've struggled, they haven't had the stability long term at those key positions. Um, and you need to have the GM and head coach aligned. You have to give them a chance to kind of build their program. So, But you have to hire people who are willing, who are worth giving that time to because Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler turned out they weren't worth it. So now Mark Davis needs to find the guys, whether it's Champ Kelly, Antonio Pierce in permanent roles, whether it's someone from outside, we'll see, that are worth keeping around and building and trying to have some type of sustained excellence and sustained uh, success in the NFL, which isn't easy, but that's what the goal is. Because here's the thing. If you look at what the Raiders have done the last decade, uh, forget from 2003 to 2012. Let's just take that out. But from 2013 to now, they've been very similar to what the Giants have done. They've had a lot of losing. They've had a lot of kind of chaotic and, and upheaval type stuff. And they've had two playoff berths. And um, and they actually, one of them was in the same year, 2016. So the Giants are searching for how are we going to get back to that sustained, sustained level of success in the NFL where we're a, a, you know, a competent team more often than not every year. And the Raiders have to do it now. That's the tougher part for Mark Davis. But I do believe that he deserves praise for making the bold move and, and getting rid of Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler when he did. I want to turn to Champ Kelly. Um, he's a guy that I would love to see. Trade deadline's over. So there's not a lot. Of, and, and the free agent market's been picked over. Mm-hmm. And so there's not a lot as a GM that he can do to go out and win the job. AP can. Yes. And and Mark Davis, the last – you talked about it. He craves stability. I mentioned that in my article today. He craves it. And so that's why he gave Gruden the opportunity to pick his GM. It's why Josh McDaniels picked his GM. And I think Mark's the first, there are two huge decisions, and I'm going to be writing about this next week that Mark Davis has to make. Number one, what kind of leadership pyramid do I want? Do I want a coach running the show or a GM? Coaches are too close to the forest that they they can't see the trees because they're in the forest. A GM can stand back. For example, a GM. Mike Mayock tried to warn Gruden about Damon Arnett, which was, in my opinion, an egregious pick. Anyone in the media around the Big Ten knew about Damon Arnett. I remember because I, I, it was the first draft. I, when they picked him, I, I was stunned. I was literally stunned. I, I could not believe that stupid of a pick. I, I knew... I don't remember now because it's been four four years, but it, I, at least 10 teams that didn't even have Damon Arnett on their draft board, which meant if, if he was in the seventh round, they wouldn't take him. Raiders pick him in the first. And I know May- Mayock was not a supporter of that decision. Okay, let's go to the Raiders. I, I talked about it earlier this week. Uh, Dave Ziegler was all in on C.J. Stroud. Now, I remember sharing this with you was all in on C.J. Stroud, and 
he knew what the cost was going to be to go to one. He knew what the cost was going to be to go to two. Everyone kind of knew Bryce was going to go number one. And so Josh was like, no, price is too high. But if we went up, it would be for Bryce Young. Well, Ziegler's like, listen, let's pull the trigger, get number two right now, and we'll get C.J. Sharp. No, don't want him. He had a boss. It wasn't that he didn't disagree, and it wasn't that he didn't voice it. It's he had a boss. The point is, I think that's the first question that 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 Davis has to ask himself. Do I need a GM? See, in the past, he had his dad, who was a football guy. But does he need a GM? I think he does. And then the coach. I've said this. It's gotten me a lot of criticism. I think Champ Kelly's the guy. You already know what he can do. You give him the job now. Let him evaluate AP. Let him evaluate the roster. And oh, you know, why would you give him a job when you get to wait? Because there's nothing he can do to win it. Your thoughts? I think that's an interesting point. Because like you said, all you're really doing in the GM role is kind of being that stabilizing force, kind of representing the organization and, and doing things behind the scenes. Um, but there is, like you said, there isn't a trade deadline to deal for a player or deal players with picks. You might be signing guys off you know, a team's practice squad or signing a player to your practice squad, kind of minor moves at this point during the year, things for depth. Um, but you're not doing anything major. So it's it's sort of, uh, I agree with you, it, it is kind of a tough situation to really evaluate what he's capable of. But if you did, if you were going to give him the job, um, then I think that, it's worth, you know, it, it's interesting to see what he would do with it, with that kind of being able to relax and being able to say, okay, this is mine. How do I want to put my stamp on this going forward? Now, do I understand why if you're not sold yet on Antonio Pierce, yep. you might not give Champ Kelly the job because you're thinking, well, is he going to be biased towards the guy that he's worked with, the guy that's already there? I can understand what you're th thinking might be there be there and obviously like you said you can't be sold on Antonio Pierce yet because you haven't seen him in that role for more than one week um but I think that that is an interesting point about giving him the job I don't know him well enough and know him within the Raiders well enough to say if I think they should yet um but I I understand where you're coming from and one thing I will say definitively before you even mentioned it it was going through my mind I think the Raiders have to get away from that New England model of the head coach the head is coach. is at the top of the food chain. The head coach is all, you know, because it just doesn't – I don't think that it, it's, it works overall. I, I just think that – listen, a GM head coach are always going to have some type of disputes about players or arguments or things like that. And I think a head coach should have said, it's the old Bill Parcells, you want me to cook dinner, I got to be able to shop at the groceries line. I think the head coach should have say, the head coach should have, you know, a, a voice, obviously. He's coaching the player. But I think that when the GM can't make the ultimate call or has to get approval for everything, it's not a great situation because I think it lends to almost like dictatorship type things um, from the head coach. And I think that hurts you long term. So I think the structure whether it's Champ Kelly or an outsider being the permanent GM, I think the structure should be the GM at the top of the football decision food chain. 
Yeah, I agree. And Mark, I, I, I respect Mark Davis's desire for harmony and stability. And you want that between your coach and general manager. I just think you, the way they've been doing it is dangerous. All right. So let's turn the page now. And the G men are coming in. Um, I tweeted before. I mean, the, the Jets. Jets are coming in. I, um, this is a very good defense. Very good defense. I, I've had a couple people on this podcast this week predict the Raiders are going to get into the 20s. Somebody said 27. Somebody said 28. That ain't happening. It's just not happening against this D. I think this is a – I'm going to pick it 14-13 type game to me. With the, I think the Raiders do win it. Um, give me your thoughts on this game. And I don't want your prediction. I just want your thoughts because there's, there's a couple things here. Number one. I want to see the Raiders not play the Jets. I want to see the Raiders play the Raiders. I want them to come in and, and again, I said I want AP to win the job. And this is what I mean by that. I want these guys to come in with the same zeal, enthusiasm, and commitment to a standard that they had last week. And then it allows people like me to say, see, AP allowed them to be loose but had them ready. And again, for everybody that says I hate AP, that is the dumbest statement in the world. I want them to get the job. So I want to see that. That's something that I'm looking for. I'm seeing the Raiders coming in, playing the Raiders. Your thoughts? Well, going to the Jets, um, I've watched a lot of them out here in New York this season. And I can say that this is truly an elite defense. This is one of the better defensive units in the league. Um they get after the quarterback. They have four or five guys that can pressure the passer. Uh, Bryce Huff's just been wrecking havoc all year. Um, they have obviously Quinn and Williams in the middle. His stats aren't as uh, you know as gla- as glaringly strong as they were last year, but he's still a force. His brother Quincy Williams, probably the Jets' best player, a linebacker, and then they also have C.J. Mosley, and of course we know the corners they have with Gardner and Reed. Um, but uh, so the defense is legit. I don't think he, I don't think unless there's a couple of defensive special teams scored, I don't think either team gets to 20 on Sunday, to be honest with you. Now, the good thing for the Raiders, the bad news for the Raiders is that it's going to be really tough to score on Sunday. Really tough. Because I've seen what this op, what this defense has done against more established quarterbacks. I mean, talking about the best quarterbacks in the league, Mahomes, um, guys like Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts, these guys have struggled against the Jets. The good news for the Raiders is that as bad as the Giants' offense is and was last week, the Jets are really, really close to that bad. This is a – I mean, the, the I have a lot of friends that are Jets fans, and I can't imagine what they're going through on a weekly basis knowing that they're wasting a, a defense that I think could get them – with a good offense to the get them to the Super Bowl, I think that defense is that mm-hmm. good. With a competent offense, they could be a Super Bowl contender, even in the AFC, and they might not even make the playoffs because the offense is so bad. Here's a stat that I saw uh, after the Jets lost on Monday night, which blew my mind. Since Week Four, so we're talking about the last four games for the Jets, which they've actually, um. They've actually won three of them. So keep that in mind. That's, that's crazy. 
The Jets have not had a touchdown drive longer than one play since week four, since their loss to the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I mean, what did you just say? Right? Just in the last four games, so since mm-hmm. week week four, which is the game on Sunday night against the Chiefs, Zach Wilson played well, but they lost. The last four games, which the Jets are actually three and one in, they have not had a touchdown drive that was longer than one play. They have had everything has been a big, either a big play or against the Eagles, they scored on the first play off a turnover with like an eight-yard run or something on Brees Hall. They have two elite playmakers in Brees Hall, running back, and Garrett Wilson, receiver. But they cannot score touchdowns on sustained drives right now, which is why, to me, the key for the Raiders, besides obviously getting it from Zach Wilson and, and trying to force mistakes out of him, is you can't get discouraged if you give up a 20-yard play because it's tough for the Jets getting in the end zone on, on sustained drives right now. So if Reese Hall rips off a 20-yard run and the Jets have to go from having the ball of their 25 to their 45, you just got to say, shake it off, we got to keep playing because they're, they are not getting in the end zone right now with any type of sustained, long offensive drives, offensive success. Everything, all their touchdowns have come off quick strike plays. You have to avoid the 60 or 70-yard play for a touchdown and make them drive the length of the field and score. Now, Patrick Graham's been good, was good at that when he was with the Giants, um, and, and that's something that he's usually pretty good at in terms of making teams go, bend but don't break, make them go length of the field and score. Um, so I, and that'll be interesting to see how they handle it this weekend. To me, I think the magic number is 17. I think if the Raiders get to 17 points, whether it's two touchdown drives by the offense and a field goal, whether it's a touchdown by the offense and a defensive touchdown or special teams touchdown, I think 17 points is the number to win the game. I think, you know, if they get 17, they can win 17, 13, 17, 14, 17, 16, something like that. 17 points is the number. I don't think either. Well, I would be very surprised, excuse me, if either team gets to 20 with the way that, the defenses have played and the way the offenses have played this year. So I think I think 17 points is the number for the Jets probably too. I think 17 points, the winner has to has to that's the number they got to aim for. So I think it's gonna be an ugly, kind of hard fought game. I think the Raiders win. I think it's I think they win 17-13. And I think they get one touchdown drive. Um and the other touchdown is either a defensive touchdown or it's set up by a defensive play that gives them a short field and they're able to get in the end zone. I say 14-13, but we're right on the same page. He is Matt Holatic from thespun.com, my colleague and my dear friend. Does such a good job with what he does. Matt, we got so much to talk about. I can't wait to get to next week because I got a couple of things that are on the burner that we're going to get to. So we'll get with him earlier next week as we usually do. And from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, I'm Hondo Carpenter. He's Matt Halanik. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders insider production on the fans first. Sports Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.